Welcome to the Hot Bites Fishing Report. This week, we're a little bit west, western Michigan, with the Manistee region, and then the Ludington region, and then we're gonna jump the other side, Alex, all the way to the east, and go to Saginaw Bay. Three great reports, some river fishing, some awesome perch fishing, some crazy good walleye fishing. Stay tuned. So we're gonna start out today with Manistee, Michigan. You know, and Alex, this is your hometown. It's kind of fun for you to talk about it. Uh, bead fishing, spawn fishing, talk to us. What's going on in Manistee? Simply this time of year in Manistee River System, uh, the midsection to the upper section all the way to Tippy Dam is starting to fill up with steelhead in the deeper runs. Um, fishing beads underneath floats and spawn underneath floats is very productive. Awesome. And, and those fish obviously are coming in. Guys, we've talked in the past about beach trolling here on this shoreline from Frankfurt all the way down to Holland. So at this time of year, you know, late deer hunting season, the deep runs filling up. Those are basically feeder fish, those early fish coming in that are crashing the shorelines and heading towards the current areas, correct? Correct. And, and they chase up, a lot of people, you know, and I, before I got into salmon fishing, I didn't even understand why do steelhead come into the river? Obviously they spawn, but they're also there to feed, right? Correct, they're coming in behind the king salmon and coho salmon, feeding on their eggs that are dropping off that gravel. And that's kind of cool because, you know, if you don't know that, you don't understand why do these people fish with beads or with spawn bags. It's because they're actually, that's what the fish are looking for this time of year, correct? Of course, yellow patterns right now signifying and showing dead beads is wonderful presentation right now. Exactly. Where's a good place? Now, uh, friends of ours, Tangle Tackle up there, they got a good supply of beads in place, uh, you know, that the colors that you need or their specialty colors companies you can order beads from? Yeah, Slay and Steel Bead Company is wonderful. They have a good uh, selection of beads and Tangle Tackle, uh, Bud at Tangle Tackle has Addicted Bead Company that also has a great presentation and selection. Okay, and guys at Tangle, Tack and, uh, Tangle, or Tangle Tackle or the guide that you hook up with to fish the manistee, if that's your choice of getting out and fishing with somebody, can show you how to rig that. And if you're going with a guide, of course, it's going to be all rigged up. Now, there's some specialty fishing rods involved in this type of fishing, correct? Center pins and things like that, that a guy might have to have. So would you suggest going out with a guide if you're a first time interest uh, guy on the river? Of course, it's the quickest way to learn and guide should have all the answers that you could even think of when you're starting out. Yeah, exactly. Now I know Alex does guide people on the river this time of year, so you can give him a call at, uh, and his information's up on our website all the time at Fireplug Charters. And we've got some also some other really good sponsors here in the Manistee area that bring you these fishing reports. If you're headed up to Manistee, Alex, right there on the highway, days in. Now this is a fisherman friendly place, correct? I see boats out there all the time. Correct. Yeah, and it's got plugs. If you're bringing your own boat, plugs on the light posts and probably outside the building. I also know that if you're gonna go up Maybe not this time of year, but earlier in the year, Portage Lake Motel is one of those little little motels that really actually plays a big role in that Onekama community because the fishermen will flood into that little motel and they'll spend a night or two just to fish in Onekama. And um, also, again, not this time of year, but Jim and his wife over at InstaLaunch Campground not only have the best campground in the area with direct water water access, right? They launch their boats right out of there. 
Talk to me about that bait store. That's got that's a pretty good bait and tackle shop right there at the campground. They have a giant selection and really they have anything you need for a day on the water. And being right in the big manistee, it's a wonderful spot. They have great ice cream too. I know I've stopped there and had cones there. So hey, that's manistee in a nutshell for the next few weeks, but you're gonna hear us talking about it over and over over the course of the winter because this steelhead seasonals pull all the way into early March, correct? Correct, less people, more fish. Like that. Hey guys, we'll be right back with you with another report in a second. Just a quick ditty here from WavePro about one of the top reasons you should buy a WavePro and have these in your boat. Lee, talk to me about that forgiveness factor of the air and oil combination within the shock. Yeah, the air is really forgiving. You can have a 300 pound guy sit in it, you can have a 100 pound person, and it's always gonna do its thing because the hydraulic oil part is always working. I mean, there's exactly. This so it's compression, basically. It's you're compression. Using, you're we're, using the principles of compression and continuing compression. And we're squishing that air right to nothing, and it's just spiking up because basically we're running out of place to squish the air. Exactly. And, uh, where if it was a spring, it was goes 100, 200, 300 per exactly. inch, where we're 100... 300, 900, 1800. Exactly. So. And so that's why when I'm feeling that, when I'm running rough waffle or chop, which is always the worst, you know, I'm seeing the seat base, it's just constantly adjusting just as fast as I'm hitting that chop, that seat base is adjusting. And my body essentially is staying pretty much in the same place. It's just yeah. adjusting for it. Yeah, we had Fox on Malax here and uh, these things move like 60 inches a second. <laughs> That's how much movement capability, and the key is the air, because we're just squishing it to nothing, so basically we're airlocking you. That's what's keeping you from bottoming, but we are slowing you with the oil up and down to control so it isn't trying to shoot you out of the chair. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, hey, just another reason to buy a Wave Pro seat base for your next boat, or if you're sick of getting your back beat up, how about retrofitting your current boat with a set of new Wave Pros? Hey, now back to the fishing reports. Next report here, guys, Saginaw Bay. Now, Alex knows me as an ex-walleye guy and a troller at that, so that's really, this type of a report really gets me going. So the guys calling Alex on the fishing report line are telling him that the bay now is hot. Now, the river's been hot for the last couple, two, three weeks, correct? Correct, and around any bridge embankments, to be honest. Exactly, and in the main channel, I've, I've seen a lot of people talking 24 to 30, 32 foot of water, uh, fat boy jigs, plastics. A lot of times if the water's tinted, you can up your, up your odds by doing what? Uh, bulking up and also color, right? What color I'd Correct, seen? chartreuse right now, and trying to imitate shad. That's what they're in the river system eating right now. All right, good. So fat boy jigs, jig vertical, super slow pumps with plastics has been producing, but this report is more about the bay. The big crankbait bite that happens, that's happening right now on Lake Erie has started to happen on and will go all the way to first ice on Saginaw Bay. Now, what type of baits are we talking about? We're talking about big bandits, short lined, 20 to 40 back, we're talking about Deep Junior, uh, number 12 Deep Juniors in custom colors, 50 to 90 back. All of this is happening basically right outside the Linwood Beach Marina campground. That launch right there out in what, 18, 22 foot of water, Alex? Correct. 
And speed this time of year is super important. Guys, if you're gonna go take advantage of this, a couple things you gotta remember. It's not about covering a lot of water quickly to find fish, because if you try to fish that way during this time of the year, you won't get any bites. You could have trolled over all kinds of fish that wanted to eat. 1-1 to 1-4 is the speed you're looking for. Just a slow presentation. Get yourself in that right depth. Your graph will talk to you. Those fish are probably pegged in the bottom one-third of the water column at this time of the year, but you're always looking for those suspended marks that are up three, four, five feet off the bottom. As you start to see those, then go ahead and go to your precision trolling app. Find the crankbait you're using and find that lead out that will put that bait a foot or two above their head. Because remember, these fish are also lethargic and not in a chase mood. They're not going to go chasing three, four, five feet away. You're going to have to put that bait in the right zone. Guys, when you get it in the right zone at this time of year, it can be phenomenal. You can fill your boat up quick. So sets that are close together, tight packed around what you think is that strike zone. And one, when one number starts to go, if it's 65 or 70, start bringing the other rods into that set and you'll catch a lot more fish. Now, Jay from Fishfly was good enough to bring us this uh, report and he reports in the spring of the year and sometimes he doesn't report in the summer but that's probably because Jay's so darn busy he doesn't have time. If you're looking for an awesome charter experience, over there in the Saginaw re region, give Jay a call. His information will be up on the screen. Another place as always that supports the fishing report is Frank's Great Outdoors. Now, we usually like to talk about little tiny bait stores, right Alex, yep. but uh, guess what? Frank's is not a little tiny bait store, but it is the bait store to go to if you're going to the Saginaw Bay region because it has everything. You've been into Frank's Absolutely. a zillion times, Beautiful exactly. Store. Awesome store, awesome selection, a lot of fun gift ideas too. Frank's is a place that the wife can come in and probably spend you broke because there's all kinds of stuff in that gift shop and in that other area of the store like shoes and clothes that'll send your budget into oblivion. But hey, Joe and Larry and, and Pete and the boys over at Frank's will take care of everything you need for Saginaw Bay. If you're looking for a great affordable outbuilding for whatever your needs is, check out my friends at Midwest Steel Carports up in Grant, Michigan. They have awesome outbuildings at affordable prices with quality craftsmanship. That's Midwest Steel Carports up in Grant. Check them out online. Hey guys, our last stop here for the Michigan side of this report is going to be Ludington, Michigan. And guys, if you love perch fishing and you like it in a nice tight little area, Alex, PM Lake, there's nothing better than when the perch bites hot on PM Lake. Correct. Yellow bellies and white bellies. It's been very good. Uh, perch spreaders from Perch Pounders and Domka Outdoors makes a very good bead rig as well. Exactly. Uh, and live minnows and wigglers have been really good. Now, when you're fishing perch, a lot of people do it wrong. And I, I don't mean to insult people, but there's a technique to putting tension, picking the right weight size to the depth you're fishing, putting, having it heavy enough for you to be able to lift up and just tighten up that slack in your line, correct? Correct. They, it's a very subtle bite sometimes. It's not always aggressive and you want to make sure you don't miss your opportunity. Exactly. So the one thing I would say people sometimes don't do correctly is they try to, listen, the perch isn't eating your sinker. He's eating the, the hook and the minnow. So put a heavy enough sinker on there that when you do give that slight little uplift to pull the tension and bow out of your line, you're not lifting that sinker or breaking it loose from the bottom. I've seen guys try to fish 
quarter or eighth, I mean, quarter ounce bell sinkers in, in 25 feet of water. It's just not enough weight, is it, Alex? Not going to cut it. Exactly. A half ounce is a good benchmark sinker when you're fishing with a perch spreader. And if you're fishing 30, 40 feet, you might have to go three quarter or one ounce to really be able to get the bow out of your line. Absolutely. And weather always plays a big factor in rain and wind. Wind is the big thing. Now, another thing that's really helpful, obviously, the new technology in trolling motors is that spot lock. That spot lock can be huge. But one of the things I also see people make a mistake of is they want to spot lock it and then go walk to the back of their boat. Well, the most stable point in the boat is going to be right at the trolling motor. So if two guys go stand in the bow and fish off the bow, it's going to be a lot less movement. And movement is your enemy when you're perch rig fishing because every time the back of the boat wants to swing, it's going to put a water-induced bow into your line. That water-induced bow is going to cause you to lose contact with those little subtle perch bites. You have to stay straight up and down. That's the biggest thing. And braid line can also help tremendously. Exactly. And I've seen a lot of guys go to super light, like ice fishing fire line, like a four pound test, just getting rid of all diameter, getting rid of all stretch, all the variables, all the way down to the sinker. That's a great tip by Alex too. Now, PM River, Alex, talk to us. It's just getting rolling. This, this has been kind of a funky crash early weather and then rain like crazy. But when it gets rolling, talk to us about the PM River. Yeah, once it starts to cool back down and have more consistent weather, bead fishing is going to pick up, spawn fishing is going to pick up, and of course, that fly only stretch on the Pier Marquette. Hey, so the Pier Marquette River is coming. And if you want more great information, local information, as always, Captain Chuck's, there are local bait store contact there. Randy, Scott, the, the staff at uh, Captain Chuck's has got the information you need. Hamlin Lake is about to start. We're looking for ice fishing season, and that's going to be good because I have a feeling that uh, uh, Alex has spent a few days on Hamlin Lake in his life. And uh, PM Lake Lodge, TJ and his wife have got a great spot right there on the shores of PM Lake. Water access, dock access, great accommodations. If you've got a group of guys that likes to come up from 2 to probably 12, this is the place to go. It's one great big lodge facility right there. It can accommodate small group, medium-sized group, big group. You can all be together right there close to the lake. And, of course, for the summer, guys, Sunset Bluff Resort, They've been with us for years. They offer a great fishing friendly environment. Many cabins right on the shores of Hamlin Lake. They can give you a great summer experience. Check them out online as well. And thanks for joining us for today's Ludington Area Fishing Report. Hey guys, you know right now, mid-November, right before Thanksgiving, you're thinking holidays. What you should really be thinking about is getting down to Wilson's Marine, one of their four locations in Southeast Michigan, and making your best deal on next spring's fishing boat. You know, Brad and the folks over at Wilson's have got a whole bunch of current year, 2019 model years that are about to go non-current, and they're willing to make great deals. So check in with one of the salesmen at Wilson Marine, make your best deal, that they'll put that boat away for you for the rest of the winter and in the spring when you're ready to go fishing or recreational boating they'll have it there for you and you'll be no worse for the wear hey visit wilson marine here in southeast michigan your fishing boat headquarters thanks for joining us a couple of days before thanksgiving i know i got a lot to th be thankful for alex as well and all of us at fisherman's digest 
Let me tell you what, don't winterize those boats so early. If you're watching these reports wondering why your boat's in the shed, right Alex? It shouldn't be in the shed yet. Well, it can be in the shed just with the heat on waiting for your next trip out. Fishing is happening here in Michigan, and typically it happens like this every year till 1st of December, right? Absolutely. Keep those boats on the, ready to go. Listen to our fishing reports. We'll tell you where it's happening, when it's happening, and try to give you some tips on how to put more fish in your boat. Hang, happy Thanksgiving, everybody.